0: podcast listeners this is episode 74 and that's right you're hearing john do the intro this time and not dave so uh, we're changing it up on you a bit uh, this will be one of our regular shows uh, say hello dave hello dave and you had a whole bunch of noise coming on your end really yeah it's like this crescendo of loud like almost like a wind or a storm coming and then you talked and then it, it went back to normal
1: Hmm, that's weird i don't know what it could have been
0: <laughs> so uh this is going to be like i said a regular episode we don't have any uh interviews scheduled recently i think we probably should get to some i think i may even have a, a few leads on some uh and i think alien jesus has uh, offered up a few he uh, requests that he would like to hear so maybe we can uh pursue those as well just my My work schedule's been busy, and I know you've been busy, but you just got a little extra free time now, huh?
1: Yeah, no, I haven't been especially busy lately, so uh I'm happy to to line some up and get them going. We were uh thinking that you might be able to grab a few next month, but it doesn't sound like that's the case so so now we need to be a bit more proactive than I think we'd planned to have been
0: nope, as of last recording, I was fully intending to go to e three and I was about to do it and uh, my work right now, the project we're on, we're working overtime and it's kind of at a crunch point and it would be very irresponsible of me to take a week off of it to go on a personal type vacation thing. So Yeah. I reluctantly had to pass up I, I was already scheduled for some, you know, interviews and uh booth, you know, demos and all kinda of cool stuff. Stuff I was really interested in as well, so I think the uh, Microsoft Conference, Bethesda Party, I think I had uh, I was going to get to see a preview of a game. I'm not sure if I'm allowed to mention it. A game that I'm really interested in playing. So, uh, yeah, I don't think they said please don't spoil you know what it is. But uh, <laughs> uh, keeping all those in track in mind is difficult, so I just try to refrain from using any of them just so I don't accidentally piss off someone. Yeah. Um, Other than that, other than that disappointment, just working and I haven't really been playing much games. Uh, Dave and I talked, I think I need to get a new laptop so I can record in my retro room. As I've mentioned before, I'm kind of recording in my big game room that if you see my game room pictures, you know, it's pretty spacious. It's got a lot of cool stuff in it, but it's open to the downstairs and it's kind of the main area and now that i have a kid it's been fairly difficult to get quiet time and not anger the wife at the same time and i do these recordings that also have been recording on the rpg cast and the rpg backtrack over in uh, Gamer. so it's uh it's becoming an issue so i may look into doing that and then getting some quiet but uh what do you do? Well, Could could
1: you relocate that computer to the retro room no no.
0: It's too set up in here to, that I wouldn't, because I like to be on the, this computer and actually, you know, watch TV and be involved and it would, uh, I don't even have room for this desk to go in there. It just, the way my set up my house was set up without having a baby in mind at the time. Sure, But yeah. now, the next house I get, I will definitely have a dedicated office type of room. And then uh, set up in there, and then have a uh, more of a media or even have a, some kind of gaming type setup just for uh, the game room area. It's just going to be different. This way, uh, it's two things. Are, the furniture we have wouldn't really uh, allow us to do much changing without buying a bunch of new furniture and really totally revamping our setup. So, kind of yeah. stuck this way. The cheapest option would just be get a laptop and record in there. So right, right. Yeah. The 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 least uh, restrictive or headache of an option. I'm
1: I'm guessing that some of our listeners have very little sympathy for us. So I mean, yeah, you, you sure. and you and I got uh, you and I were able to get uh, media passes for PAX East, and you got yourself media pass for for E3. And, and didn't uh, even get so these are these are events that we could have attended for free, although getting there wasn't free or anything, no. but. Uh, you know these are these are things that for the general public are, are not cheap and are sometimes very hard to get so uh we do apologize for not taking advantage of uh things that were in our laps but for both of us they just they fill out bad times this year
0: yeah I'm you know going to E3 i know you say it's not as fun but it's always been the one of those i got to do it type things and i guess maybe a bucket list if i had a bucket list item so yeah um i was very you know how sad to to say no <laughs> i I have tried to find every way possible, and I was just saying, oh, if I do this, it's just gonna look really bad." And I don't get to go to things like E three if I don't have my job, so
1: right. right.
0: But uh, I, you know, there's always next year and PAX South. will I should, no matter what, be able to attend that. That's will cost me nothing really to do. So yeah. So that that's that'll definitely be on the uh, schedule here, but uh, maybe E three next year.
1: Yeah, I might even consider going back to E3 at some point. So we'll see. It's a much further trip for me. Yeah, but uh, but we'll see.
0: Well, I mean, it's a pretty far trip for me as well. But yeah, here's the flights probably an extra hour or so.
1: Yeah, I basically have to fly out of Philly or Jersey, so it's it's coast to coast. Yep. Yeah.
0: But uh, I know you got a new system.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> I guess we'll go ahead and jump into pickups and, and playing and all that. But, yeah, we can start with with my new uh, my Wii U. Uh, I, I used a bunch of credit that I had on East Arland, which we talked about a little bit last show. And uh, uh, between that and selling a few things that I had, languishing on my list for a while, and, uh, and basically was able to get... Uh, the new Super Mario Brothers Wii U plus Luigi U uh, Wii U Deluxe Bundle, um, and uh, also pre-order Mario Kart 8, all for about $170 or something like that, uh, out of pocket. So that that seemed like a pretty reasonable price to, to get into the Wii U. Um, and actually, since then, I've, I've probably recouped those costs as well with some other sales. So it really didn't... Want to get the Wii U for a long time because I didn't see, you know, plopping down three or four hundred dollars for uh, maybe one or two games that interested me, and, and and I was basically able to get those one or two games and uh, ha- have access to a few others as well that I had some interest in with, with for a lot less money. So yeah, I have a Wii U, and uh, I uh, hooked it up. I guess around three o'clock today it came by UPS, and. Uh, uh, first thing, of course, I had to do was uh, charge the Wii U controller, <laughs> um, which you can't use right out of the box. Uh, and so I charged that for a bit. And uh, meanwhile, I started uh, the process of trying to back up things from my Wii to my Wii U, but I couldn't get very far into that before I found out that you have to first format a card on the Wii U uh, before you put it in the Wii, and then put it back in the Wii U. And uh, so I, I basically spent... Uh, probably three hours or so, uh, doing various kinds of setting up, whether that be downloading the update or, uh, transferring files from the Wii to the Wii U or, uh, inputting, uh, you know, my, my profile and then setting up a Nintendo link profile or whatever the heck they call it. Uh Um, it, it just, it was a fairly, arduous process as far as what I'm what I'm used to thinking of for setting up a system I mean by comparison uh, as, as you also know I uh, just in the last day or two reinstalled or uh, freshly installed I guess uh, Windows 7 I upgraded from Windows Vista finally. and um, finally yeah <laughs> and uh, and that process was was relatively uh, simple compared in, in my Point of view compared to the Wii U. Now it took longer just because it took longer for the computer to to run through some of the processes of backing up and everything. But I didn't have to stay there actively through it um, and monitor it and switch things back and forth. So yeah, I was I was a bit surprised by uh, what seemed to me to be quite a quite a pain in the butt setup, but uh, got it set up and spent a little bit of time with uh, new Super Mario Brothers Wii U or whatever it's called, and uh, it's okay. <laughs> Um, wasn't blown away by it by any stretch. I'm not necessarily a big fan of the controller. I, I'd used one a couple times before. I used it uh, at E3 a couple years ago, I think, before, before or just around the time the system came out. And and then uh, I've used it in stores and like you know a few other times like that. But uh, I haven't used it a ton. And I was really shocked by basically uh, after I'd done all the setting up and everything uh the the charge on the controller was pretty much done and i had to charge it a little bit more before i could play the game for very long and i don't know i'm i'm not super impressed by it uh that's kind of what i expected i mean i was a bit surprised by how frustrated i've been with it out of the box and i'm hoping now that a lot of that setup stuff is out of the way i'll i'll find find more enjoyment from it and uh now that i've got a couple of games that i'm more interested in on the way uh, that 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 will also be something that makes me enjoy it more but uh We'll see. I mean, you know, so far, again, I didn't really spend much for it, so I'm not too upset. But uh, it's uh, confirmed more, more, than, uh, <laughs> more, more than reversed my, my feelings about the Wii U.
0: I don't know. I, I like the controller, to be honest. Uh, really? Yeah, yeah, I think it's cool. It's, it was more comfortable than I expected. It's, uh, you can utilize it in-game. It kind of reminds me of, like, a DS, but using your TV.
1: It's, it's, I mean, it's really big. I mean, I've got small hands. Uh, not, not that I can't tup, you know, touch the buttons or anything, but it's just it's, it's not real uh, comfortable to hold. And for the most part, everything I was doing was just showing me a, uh, a duplicate of what was on the screen. And, and I don't know why I need that if I'm looking at the screen.
0: Well, I think it depends on the game and how it's utilized. Some just show a duplicate. You can play it on the screen, turn the TV off. Some uh, offer you know, in-game uh, functionality. On the, on the well, that,
1: yeah, that's that's fine, but I, I I would think that if it doesn't have the on game in game functionality going on, that it should uh, it should default to like screen off or some kind of a splash screen like the uh, like the Dreamcast VMU or something, right? So that it's not just eating up all the the battery on the screen showing you something that's on the TV. I think Friday. you we-
0: can turn the screen the screen off. I think there's an uh, option too.
1: I thought if you turn it off, that once you touch this, once you touch the controller it turns back on i'm
0: not sure that that could be the case i just yeah. uh i don't know i didn't really have those issues uh, with the system those aren't my issues with the system basically um i like the controller maybe the battery life could be could be a little better um you can always use the pro controller as well if you want to
1: yeah i need to get that uh
0: yeah. more of a standard controller feel but i mean if you are you holding the controller up in the air are you just kind of sitting it on your lap how you you know
1: I, does that matter does it matter no I, i'm holding it on my lap yeah
0: yeah then it's fairly comfortable just to hold it in my lap, type thing.
1: It's okay. Yeah, I mean, it's not. It's not. I don't mean to suggest like it's super uncomfortable. Like it's a lot better than something like the N sixty four controller or something. It's even probably a bit more comfortable. I'd say than um, you know, like the. I'm, I'm not a big fan of the GameCube controller either. Um, so I, I think it's it's you know more comfortable than those, but it's just I don't know it seems uh, overly large. To me, they're <laughs> more comfortable than the du- the
0: early Dual Shocks. Actually up to the ps3 controller oh really i like the ps4 controller because it's got the extended handles on them Mm -hmm. but the ps3 controller it's like i'm playing with my my first two fingers and my thumbs and i kind of gotta make this claw hand to hold it it's that's uncomfortable yeah see
1: those those would probably be some of my favorite controllers so
0: no i don't i don't like those as much now the ps4 controller i love the, the feel of it Yeah, Uh, I'm a big fan of that one. I like this Like I said, it's a little bit wider. It's got extended handles. It's more comfortable for me. So,
1: so, but I mean, we'll see. I mean, I'm not, I'm not ready to to write it off. Like I said, Mario Kart Eight is is coming tomorrow supposedly, and um, the uh, I've got uh, a deal set up for um, the 3D Mario game on the way, as well as the the Wonderful 101, which is probably the only other exclusive that I have a whole lot of interest in. You could try a zombie
0: U. That's pretty cool.
1: Yeah, maybe. Yeah, it's pretty cheap now. I guess I yeah. can probably find it for ten or fifteen bucks. It's, it's, so. it's
0: uh, for ten or fifteen dollars. Definitely say it's worth it. it. It's pretty cool yeah. experience. It's not like a, a shooter type shooter. It's more of a. It's really a survival type game, and it u- uses the, uh, the, game pad in some some cool ways, and
1: you have to waggle around a lot. I don't.
0: Uh, I think if you you got to move it around to look or something, uh, insert when using certain items, but other than that, not really.
1: Pretty sparingly. Yeah. Uh, yeah.
0: See, I like this Wii U controller so much more than the old Wii Waggle remote. Yeah. It feels like a standard controller instead of this little wand.
1: Yeah. I don't know. I mean, again, I, I'm, I'm basing this on... Uh, I've, I've spent maybe four hours playing with it, and about three of those hours were spent setting things yeah. up and, and doing things other than playing games. So, you know, maybe I'll come around on it. Um,
0: see, I was like that in the PS4, though. It took me a while to set up the PS4.
1: Yeah, well, I had a bad PS4 experience out of the back, yeah. too, remember? Yeah. So, <laughs> I mean, my, my, I had a dead unit. And so, you, couldn't you know,
0: upgrade Windows for six years, seven years.
1: Yeah, that's true, too. So, so maybe, just,
0: maybe it's a user maybe error. Maybe it's me.
1: Yeah. Maybe it's user error. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, anyway, so, uh, so I, I, speaking of user error, uh, the, the reason I've upgraded to Windows 7 is because my Vista build was a 32-bit OS and, uh, the disk I've had for, four or five years sitting around of, of seven is 64 bit, but I never went ahead and installed it because Vista was running stable. And wow. So you really no had reason. Windows seven for
0: four or five years and you didn't install
1: yeah, it. Yeah. The date, the date on the desk is 2009. Oh, <laughs> but, uh, but I, I had no reason to like, uh, you know, it's Vista did not, it didn't crash on me. It was
0: 64 bit. Uh,
1: yeah. I, I'm not noticing a big difference yet, but again, it's been a day. So, um, Anyway, I can throw more RAM in my computer now if I if I feel like that might help so computer I'm doing that because uh, I upgraded well I don't want to upgrade too much but I upgraded the OS because uh, it was easy to do relatively um, just took time and uh, because i I downloaded uh, watchdogs um, but it, it only runs on sixty four bit OS so I had to install the OS and now I apparently had to uh redownload Watch Dogs so i stopped it for the purpose of the recording but uh i think sometime when i wake up tomorrow morning it should be done and uh, be able to uh try out Watch Dogs hopefully if my aging rig will will play it um i have high hopes that it will because it's, the game is i know is also on the ps3 and 360 and this computer has been able to play everything that has been on those systems imported to pc so i'm hoping on relatively low settings that uh, I'll be able to get the game to run and get, get some impressions of it. Uh, and I know you picked up Watch Dogs too, right? Yeah,
0: I've had it pre-ordered for a long time now. And Basically, whenever I pre-ordered my PS4, I pre-ordered it with it. Uh,
1: Did you get the special edition and all that? No,
0: I didn't. I just got the no. regular one. And, you know, after reading some of the comments and watching a lot of video of the gameplay, I'm probably going to send it back. I have an opening yeah game, so yeah, it just... It looks like on another one of those Ubisoft open world sandboxing type games with a few little gimmicks this is all it looks like and some of the AI and the way it works just it's more of a let's have fun and do a bunch of crazy stuff game instead of a kind of a smart intuitive type game if, if that mm. makes sense and so those type of games normally don't appeal to me, so I think I'm gonna kick it on back to to amazon it cost me about five dollars to ship it back and say you know i'll wait till it's a 10 20 game yeah try it
1: out yeah it'll again. probably be a ps plus game by christmas or something Yep,
0: and <laughs> i i could say i was really excited about this one and now i'm kind of disappointed. yeah i was too
1: yeah so yeah i don't have high hopes that's for sure
0: yeah and so my next i guess i'm just waiting for destiny now
1: yeah but what's uh that's what uh september
0: september october well i know it's in the fall yeah.
1: Yeah, Dragon Age uh, is, is out sometime around that yeah, time frame gonna be too. Yeah, that's going PC. Oh, you're playing that on PC? Oh, yeah. Yeah.
0: I don't play those type of games on the console. What are you talking about? <laughs> that's a Baldur's, <laughs> Baldur's Gate-inspired successor game. Yeah. It's yeah, PC. Yeah, yeah. PC well, only, I, in my mind.
1: I played and loved the first two Dragon Age games on PS3. So. Oh,
0: But you played it like an action game.
1: Well, you, the first one I did a little bit of both. No, I didn't. the second one the second one's much more action oriented. But yeah. you haven't even played the second one. So No, but the, well, yeah. the
0: first one <laughs> I play it like Baldur's Gate basically. I pause right, which which
1: which which the hybrid which which the uh you can do on the PS3. I mean it's basically not, well, it's, it's I, sort of a hybrid action Baldur's Gate uh system. No, so you can you can like choose Gate. to pause, you can choose to pause and set up and yeah. Well, and that's generally how I did it for any encounter that I didn't feel like I could just kind of let them run and do whatever. Yeah, but you can also. You but it never, also, it never, it never feels like a hack and slash. At least not how I've. Ever no, but
0: it's it kind of over the shoulder, where the PC you can kind of zoom above and play it like that.
1: Mm, okay, you I, could zoom out on the PS3. Yeah, too. but not
0: as far. I, I remember there was the difference in the console. Okay, though.
1: all right. Well, <laughs> I mean, I, I guess I don't see the 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 closer to isometric yeah. view itself making it a very different experience. Oh,
0: and that in the mouse.
1: Yeah. I, don't know. I didn't I I enjoyed it had no problem with it can, without a mouse. I
0: can point and click exactly where they're supposed to run. Did you when you run around you just kind of push them in a direction to run to?
1: No, no, no. You 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 would select them and then like uh select a spot on the ground where you wanted them to run. You just use the the stick to do it. Oh, that
0: sounds horrible. Pointing no, no, pointing fine. with the stick.
1: Well, you you would, you know, like move a cursor.
0: Yeah. It's yeah. terrible.
1: No, it was fine. And it would auto, like it would. Uh, I think. I mean, it's been a while since I played it, but I think Auto-snap it would auto enemies. auto snap to an enemy, mm-hmm. right? So, like as you got close to the enemy, it would snap to them. Or if you wanted, to, or I, I forget. I mean, again, it's been years now, right? <laughs> but I, I remember it not ever feeling cumbersome or or uh, anything that's too different than what I have experienced playing Bowler Escape. But again, most of my time with Bowder Escape was on a iPad, so
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> Although I did play some on the PC, but
0: I still need to play the second uh, enhanced edition. Yeah. Been, too many games, too many games.
1: Yep, yep. So, so have you been? Uh, you've been playing anything then? I know you. Uh, you you ha- haven't played Watch Dogs, and you've been very busy with work. Have you had a chance to d- dive into anything at all?
0: Nothing new. I just been playing Diablo still. Um, Diablo three. I uh, had some friends in town um, that play and. We sat around and played a bit uh, this weekend, and then my brother picked it up. Uh, he'd only had the original game we played, you know, back you know, a year and a half ago, and then he just picked up the expansion and quickly jumped up to 70, so we've been doing runs with him. and So I was playing a lot of that this weekend, and it's kind of one of those mindless type of things you can do sometimes, to so grind that and watch some TV, some sports and stuff. So uh, that's about all I've played besides some of my sports league stuff. I think uh, I, uh, I'm going to trade in or sell the show um i i i can respect what it does and i enjoy it to a degree but the online play is still kind of rough right now uh Mm. there's a lot of lagging a lot of laggy menus like uh you you know you try to change your lineup and it just takes like five to ten seconds just to do each you know change and that drives me nuts and online there's having a lot of synchronization issues where you, know, you hit a ball, and you're running the bases, and it looks like the ball's still in the outfield, and suddenly you're thrown out, you know? and so Yeah, that, that's
1: no good, right? Yeah, yeah. that
0: was frustrating, and it, I don't know, I just, with that and Madden come up I'll play that, I just, I realized it's going to be rough trying to juggle both with time and playing other games, so I bowed out of the league, had my gave it the old try, and, and uh, like I said, I can respect it for the detail in the game and how much of a good sports simulation it is, especially offline, but... It's just one of those I can I can probably live without type thing. So, yeah, that one's gonna head back while it still has pretty good value. I think, I but can, you
1: see, you should send that and uh, Watch Dogs to Amazon at the same time. Do one as a trade in and one as a return, and
0: yeah, and I guess save if, on shipping if I can send them both at the same time. Um, so Amazon, you print out a return
1: slip. Oh yeah. So you well then you could then you could do no shipping.
0: Well, the return slip if you return it for personal reasons like ah, i don't feel like having this game anymore you pay it to take like five dollars out of your re- refund yeah but
1: they, they send you a don't they send you a free shipping thing for uh a trade-in uh do they i think so the hmm, yeah i don't remember it's been i've been but a while I since bet i've traded in there
0: places i bet one i have to put, maybe i have to put slap the other envelope and the other i put in their trading box yeah probably but uh, game stops offering like 37 38 for it i may hit that up or Maybe I can try to sell it first or something. I don't know.
1: Yeah. But
0: I don't think there's anything at GameStop I really won't run out for trading credit, so...
1: You're not going to get Mario Kart 8?
0: Oh, well, my wife was kind of interested in that, but... Well, there you go. Mario Kart, though, it's... Playing it by yourself just isn't very fun. It's one of those to-get-a-group-of-people type game, I think. I
1: don't know. Maybe... Yeah, it can be fun either way. So, I was, uh playing to, to sort of uh refresh my memory not that it not that mario kart is really tricky but mm-hmm. uh i was playing uh, the Wii version uh yesterday and today a little bit and uh I, l- I was playing with my son there and he was playing i let him play a little bit but we weren't playing against each other but just you know like he was he was having a blast watching me play and that was uh that was enough like i didn't need to be competing with other people and you know it's pretty fun single player especially if someone's into it while you're playing
0: yeah i don't know those time again, I think I could, it, I could enjoy it for maybe 30-45 minutes like that. But I'm like, all right, yeah. I'm tired of
1: this. No, yeah, maybe maybe uh, your little one would like to watch your. No, yeah,
0: if that's something she could get into, but she's still a little too young for that. Um, yeah,
1: but she might like watching him They the little t- cartoon characters running around in cars. That's true. Yeah, but
0: um, yeah, uh, so that's. I, I do need to start on Eye of the Beholder. I have that. I definitely plan to do that, and then. I need to start on my Summer Challenge games. It's just no time. Too many games. Same old story.
1: <laughs> yep. Speaking of I of the Beholder, I picked up a uh, uh, Sega Mega Mouse uh, to to play the Sega CD version. Oh. So I haven't tried it out yet. Um, I did fire up the Sega CD oh. version just to kind of make sure my copy ran and looked okay. Yeah. Uh, it I ran into a weird thing. So I, I, I was playing it on my CDX and I have a Uh, I have a Sega CD uh, RAM cart, but I figured I probably wouldn't need it because uh, there's uh, pretty ample internal memory in the CDX. Uh, And even though I have game saves on the CDX, it was telling me that my memory wasn't formatted for Eye of the Beholder for whatever reason. So I thought that was weird. Like I, I wasn't going to reformat my memory and lose the saves and things that I have on there. Well, what you
0: can do, you can take your saves off and put it on the cart, remove the cart, and then format the CDX.
1: Yeah, that's probably what I'll do. I hadn't really thought about it past, like, oh, I guess I'll have to go get the cart. Because I don't don't think I have anything on that cart. Uh, I don't think I've ever had to use it for anything. Maybe, I may have tried Shining Force CD with it, but I I don't remember. Yeah, you need
0: the cart Um, for Shining Force CD.
1: Well, but the CDX has more internal memory than the standard. I didn't think it
0: had any for some reason.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah, I I think it has more than a standard Sega CD. Um. Huh. So, but anyway, so I, I didn't. You know, I basically just uh, watched the opening cinematic and play a little bit with the character creation stuff, and maybe played it for two minutes. But uh, yeah, I'll, I'll I'll spend some time with so it. I'm, I'm curious the what the uh,
0: load times are going to be on that in the Sega City.
1: How are you playing it? The I, SNES? Have intu- yeah, I have a
0: Super Nintendo. I have an SNES uh, copy, and I could always DOS box it too if I wanted to. Um, I know you can. No, they
1: didn't it. seem so bad for. The couple minutes I was playing, it didn't seem like it was anything too atrocious. Hmm.
0: That was a bit, that would have been my worry. though. So how do I, well, I don't have it on the second CD for one. So if okay. I were to play it on I, would it, the low time would I go and you know pursue getting it, and then the low times that irritate me. And I play it on the Super Nintendo anyway. But
1: yeah. I like the idea of playing it with a mouse.
0: Yeah, that's cool. That's really oh yeah, Mr. Dragon Age with Control. controller. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah, the. Uh, that interests me. There, I also know a lot of these, you know, those piece, '90s PC games that got ported to the Super Nintendo usually weren't all that high quality of ports. No, yeah. So that kind of worries me. Uh, maybe people, I can check the threads some more to see if uh, some people how they, you know, uh, comment on how good the Super Nintendo port is as compared to the uh, original PC version, DOS version yeah. or whatever.
1: Yep. Do you have the DOS version? Mm,
0: uh, I can uh, download it.
1: Is it on Good Old ga- Good Old Games or something? Uh
0: it might not be. I don't know where it is. Or it's probably abandonedware somewhere on some just download. Yeah, maybe. It. Yeah, because yeah. I, I know a lot of those old D and D games have yet to make it to GOG. Yeah. so that might fall into the. Because I know it's a Gold Box type SSI game, right. and I think yeah. a lot of those
1: have not. There's a couple there. of. Uh, see, I was looking. There's a couple of CDs that you can even get through Amazon that are pretty cheap that have uh, awesome. basically Gold Box collections. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so, something like that
0: might be interesting.
1: Yeah um but uh well speaking of uh games that you're scheduled to play i did i did knock out two of the games for my summer challenge list i knocked out uh strider um which i'd never i don't think i'd ever played or at least not more than maybe a a credit or something before um and it's pretty good the uh have you ever played strider
0: yeah i well which mo- which version i've played it on
1: the arcade I played the version on Capcom Classics.
0: Okay. So I know there's the Genesis version and the the NES version. Yeah. And I think those are slightly different from each other.
1: Yeah, and they're probably both different from the arcade. Possibly. The arcade version doesn't look like... It doesn't, to me, look like either system would be able to, to do that well. Okay. So, but, uh, it was pretty fun. I thought the last level was unfairly difficult. Um, which isn't too surprising for a Capcom arcade game. But, uh, yeah, it was okay. And, uh, and then I also played East uh, Two. Um, have you played that one before? Yeah,
0: I'm about halfway done with it. That's oh, a you're mind. playing it too? Well, no. When we played Ease One on uh, the
1: yeah together, yeah, a, year, ago, a couple of years ago, right?
0: Yeah, I kept going with it on East Two because it's basically a continuation of the first one, almost. It's yeah, almost yep. meant to be played together. And I was about, I was enjoying it about halfway through, and then I think some other game came out, and distracted me from it, so.
1: Yeah, it was yeah I mean it's more of the same I, I think I like ease one better uh, in some ways I think the the narrative and the the structure of it is is more interesting um, where it fits better for the I know there's something about the shallowness of the first one that kind of fits with the um, the feeling of the combat and the characters and stuff and the second one I think tries to be a bit more complex but doesn't do it, like everything else is the same huh. so like the story tries to be a little bit more dense but I don't think succeeds in doing it I
0: thought it was better overall.
1: You thought East two was better. Mm-hmm.
0: I thought it was just yeah. a, a, a natural progression from the first, and they just built on it.
1: Yeah, I don't know. I, I felt like I had a better sense of purpose of where I was going. What was I doing in the first one? I the had no one.
0: purpose in what I was doing in the first one. There's so many. Well, in the
1: first one, you have to like go to like get the eight things or whatever. Yeah, the, but there's the, so the many books. like yeah.
0: sneaky little. Oh yeah. Gotcha here, get stuck points in the first one without oh, yeah, on sure, right, yeah,
1: yeah, sure, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's
0: very unintuitive on, you know, the There's what some of that in the do. second one,
1: too. I mean, I, I, definitely looked at a guide a few points, uh, to not be overly frustrated, but, um, you know, whatever. It's, I, I, I think they're both fine games. I think my preference would be the first one, but they're, you know, neither one is bad. Uh, and, and it made me really interested in playing through, uh, the, the, at least the next two games in the canon um mm-hmm. I, I i have the uh the the vita one was on sale a, a couple of weeks ago and i picked it up and so that's technically now east four yeah um but uh i need to play east three first so and that's uh the felgana yeah,
0: one Yeah, i think yeah i hear amazing i hear you know nothing but praise for all of those uh, newer east games so yeah i definitely want to get into those as well
1: yep um when I passed out, I've been playing uh, a few more recent things. I've, I've been probably about halfway or maybe two thirds of the way through Borderlands 2 on the Vita. Um, and, uh, it's certainly an inferior version of the game, but I really, it's one of my all time favorite games and I'm enjoying it anyway. And, uh, and then I played Gears of War Judgment, which, uh, is pretty good. It's, uh, a bit more arcadey feeling than, uh, some of the earlier games in that uh, th- like you get a score basically every like 10 or 15 minutes for the stage and the part of the stage you're going through and uh, you can there's a there's a chance uh, before each basic uh, checkpoint there's like a chance to up the difficulty if you meet certain requirements for the challenge or like they will add fog or tell you to only use certain guns or things like that so it was it was a bit more of a uh, arcade-ish sort of multiplayer almost almost more of like the horde mode type stuff found its way into the uh into the the main campaign um then i enjoyed it you know it's nothing surprising like if you don't like gears this wouldn't change your mind but if you like the series at all then just be a good one to play
0: yeah i'm a big fan of gears i was it's one of those games i meant to pick up i just haven't gotten around to yet. yeah well, it's it
1: was it's uh i picked it up in the uh they had the buy two get one at GameStop, where uh, it was buy two get one for games under twenty. So it's cheap now. Like even though it was out last fall, I think it's, it's like twenty bucks or less. Yeah, now. I don't think it's it seventeen. Had, I
0: don't think its sales were all that great. No,
1: it didn't sell well, and so yeah, I mean you could definitely pick it up on the cheap, and it's it's not too long, maybe seven eight hours or something. So you know, it's worth worth a playthrough. But uh,
0: instant classic summer game for you.
1: Instant classic? No, no, not by any stretch. No, you might you might be able to make an argument for the first Gears of War game on a uh, instant classic or modern classic list, but uh, only the first. Uh, yeah, I'd have to I'd have to spend some time thinking about whether or not two might count. Um, I liked all three yeah, of them. I kinda, well, as I do I, I like them all, and I, I would say three is probably thing. yeah, yeah, and three is probably the best in terms of being the most refined and. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, the most probably the best told story across the three, but uh, I mean, it's just so new that it's hard to think of it. Yeah, so. know. yeah.
0: <laughs> well, to me, uh, I think one was kind of the first. All right, this is now a next gen experience. Yeah,
1: yeah. I think I think one is uh, and and it, at the time, I mean, not it that amazing. its combat was unprecedented, uh, like you know the cover base, but it, it really it really introduced that on a wide scale and refined it, and it looked you know it was a, it was a great use of the Unreal Engine and. It was just a, uh, it was a, a landmark, even though it's been refined much better and copied many times since. Yeah. Um, but anyway, well, should we move on to our next segment?
0: Let's do it. What is uh, what is your news for the retro gamer?
1: Uh, well, my news for the retro gamer is is something of interest to me as a new Wii U owner. <laughs> um, even though I probably uh, at this point am not super interested in the game for which. Uh, this has been announced, but uh, Nintendo has announced that they are going to uh, release a adapter for the Wii U that allows you to to plug in GameCube controllers, so I would assume that would mean first-party and third-party GameCube controllers, uh, which would open up to WaveBirds or, um, like, I I have a GameCube uh, adapter that I can plug PS2 (laughs) Uh, controllers into so I could use like some you know, hoary sticks and things like that to to play uh, certainly Wii games that supported the GameCube I would hope as well as any any upcoming games for the Wii U that support the GameCube controller on the system so the the big reason they're doing this is because of Smash Brothers the new Smash Brothers game uh, is something that they're hoping to have success with in tournaments and uh, I think it was Fast Billy and the thread suggested uh, on Racket Boy that. The uh, the rationale behind this was in part that uh, tournaments don't like wireless controllers, uh, and and this would allow them to use sort of higher quality wired controllers and in a, it in a, for the new Smash Brothers game. Yeah, and uh, so I don't know. My the Smash Brothers is a series that I can really take or leave. I think I've owned most of them, and also then gotten rid of most of them over the years. I don't actually own any Smash Brothers games in my house right now, um, but. Oddly, this is one that my four-year-old is like really interested in. <laughs> um, he's hmm. he's been like he's been talking about Smash Brothers for like the last week. Uh, before he even heard about this thing, I, I guess he just saw a commercial or something about it. I don't know, but so, for some reason he's interested in it. So uh, I love Smash Brothers. Yeah, we we might pick it up. I might pick it up for his sake, and uh, and if I do, I'll probably want to use one of the GameCube controllers for it.
0: I didn't mind using the Pro controller for it. On the Wii one. Yeah.
1: Yeah. You know, I had the Wii one. I don't have it anymore. I think I maybe played it twice. Um, I don't even remember what controller I used anymore. Uh, probably, um, probably the Classic or the Pro. Yeah. I basically unlocked
0: everything and played it a good bit.
1: Yeah. But I don't know. You know, I I played the uh, the PlayStation All Stars, uh, and, and I think I like it better than so they, any Smash Brothers game I played. I didn't played. care
0: for that game all that much.
1: Yeah. It was all right. It's the same. It's the same basic idea. What, what yeah. did you? What did you not like about it?
0: When I was playing on the Vita. it Just I didn't get me as like uh, I already did this in Smash Brothers. Smash Brothers better. Mm. So I just kind of wrote it off. I guess.
1: Okay. Yeah, I, I played it on on the PS3. I didn't play it on the Vita. Although I guess I have it on the Vita, right? Because uh, it's a cross buy game, right? Yeah. Yeah. So maybe I should try it on the Vita. Maybe it'll suck. <laughs> But, uh, anyway, so that, that was my news. I think, uh, that, that opens up the possibility for, uh, you know, some people are thinking maybe there's going to be a, a Wii U, uh, virtual console now with GameCube games, which obviously there'd be some, uh, some pricey GameCube games that would be nice to see on the virtual console for, you know, like maybe 10 or 15 bucks or something. Um, and, uh, You know, maybe maybe there's a way that they'll patch in any of the Wii games that use GameCube controllers will now be able to use those again. Like that would be pretty nice. Uh, I I had this thought today about I'm not sure what my Wii is for anymore. (laughs) Um, Uh You know, uh, I I can basically use it to hook up GameCube to a component, Uh, you know, GameCube games to a component TV because I don't I don't have uh, the pricey GameCube component cables. But, uh, yeah, otherwise there's, there's really not much I think I would use a Wii for anymore now that I have a Wii U.
0: No, uh, I, I kind of had that same thought, but I do have a couple of the GameCube component cables, so.
1: Oh, you do? Yeah. Uh
0: That and, uh, you could turn your Wii into a nice little emulation box.
1: Well, see, I have, I have two Wiis, right? I have one hooked up in uh, the bedroom for Netflix to an old TV and, uh, and, and I have the homebrew channel on that so I can like you know play DVDs and stuff on it too. And um, yeah, I, I guess the other one that that could be something I do with it is just make it an emulation box. maybe I'll maybe I'll put my study and uh, just use it there.
0: Yeah I don't I was know thinking about doing it on mine. I just haven't gotten around to it
1: yeah because that was the other thing that kind of was, I thought was stupid about the the Wii U is that to transfer stuff from the Wii to the Wii U, you have to completely take it off the Wii and you can't put it back on. Yep. So, like, you know, all my saves, all my characters, all my stuff I downloaded from WiiWare or whatever, like, I have that on the Wii U, but I, I can no longer play it on the Wii without, I guess, pirating it. So, I thought that was pretty stupid.
0: It's Nintendo being Nintendo about their thing yeah. like that. They're always cool. like that.
1: So, well, let's, let's move away from Nintendo for a bit then. What was <laughs> your what was your, uh, what was your news?
0: Well, Wasteland 2 has now announced that we'll be launching the game or sorry, in exile has announced they will be launching the game wasteland two in August. So that was, uh, my first or one of my first kickstarted, uh, projects. And I've really is been anticipating wasteland too.
1: Is that one with a pretty nice special edition?
0: Uh, I think it had one. Yeah. I didn't yeah. get that
1: one for some oh, you didn't? Okay.
0: I got the box copy for $50, but I know there's a, the special edition didn't seem to add a whole bunch. Uh, there's some others I did get the special edition on. Um, But it's a game I've really been waiting for, and I did get a press email from them, and they they gave me a beta code for the game to play beta on. So that was cool. I got basically got a free beta code. Yeah.
1: Did you try it?
0: No, not yet. This was just recently, like a few days ago. This happened. So. No. Or whenever the announcement was, maybe last weekend. And uh, so I've been meaning to try it. Um, And he, you know, do you want to interview Brian Fargo, which I may do. Uh, okay. so if you do an audio one, I could do it for the show, but I don't know if it's going to be an audio, maybe a Q and a Q&A email type situation for RP gamer. Um, mm. I think that the only thing like he's one, he's a guy I've been wanting to talk to you because, you know, he's behind some of the, all the old, uh, interplay black aisle type stuff with, uh, sorry, interplay with, uh, you know, the old fallouts mm-hmm, and, mm-hmm. and all that. So he's been a, you know, a gaming icon as far as in the PC and gaming scene in a way. But, He's been doing a ton of interviews lately, so I don't know if anything I'll interview him on or will really be any different than you can read, you know, almost anywhere else on the Internet right now.
1: Well, but, you, I mean, uh, well, that's, I mean, not to toot our own horn, but I, I think one of the things both you and I do very well is to, to read all of those before we talk to people and deliberately figure out ways of asking interesting questions and topics and things that they haven't talked about a hundred times. True. Um so I, I have no doubt that you could give him a interview that he'd remember, so to speak. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, that's
0: true. But then, like I said, there is so many, I'd have to really do a lot of work looking through and just, you know, get away from the generic.
1: Uh... Well, most of it would be, I mean, most of the interviews that he's doing now, I assume, are, are like the sort of standard PR babble, right? Like, right. oh, it'll have this and that, blah, blah. I mean, like, you should ask him. Like obscure questions about the first games he ever made and why he got into them and you know, all those sure. kinds of things Yeah. You know? yeah and then spend ten minutes on Wasteland too <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah the, my other problem is I haven't played Wasteland it's kind of
1: oh okay well.
0: I do have it on Steam now everyone that kickstarted Wasteland two got a free Wasteland copy oh okay so um, but yeah I'm I'm excited about this one this is one of those I've been looking forward really looking forward to to try not get involved in and. It's like a more tactical type version of a Fallout game. And, you know, this is... If there's a game... like Fallout Tactics? Yeah, well, I, <laughs> no, yes and no,
1: but... <laughs> the much maligned fall, Fallout Tactics, No, I like right?
0: Fallout Tactics.
1: People don't, though. Yeah,
0: some people don't, because yeah. the people that really love the early Fallouts, Fallout Tactics does away with... And it's got its issues, but I don't know. I still enjoy Fallout Tactics. Um... People really hated Fallout Brotherhood of Steel. Is what they really yeah, hated. Yeah. Um, it was well, a
1: console game, right?
0: Yeah. It was a, yeah. kind of a, like the Baldur's Gate uh, action adventure.
1: RPG really, yeah, that. the Dark Alliance ones.
0: Yeah, right, right.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, it was in that vein. So, yeah, I never actually played it. Uh, I wouldn't mind getting it, just to have it and trying it out. But, yeah, I've heard it's, you know, Fallout is barely, it's only basically Fallout in name, pretty much. So
1: Right, yeah, yeah.
0: Just kind of a cheesy grab on the uh, uh, on the name, but I'm, I don't know. Uh, with Wasteland, um, it's more Fallout Tactics, is just like a tactical game using the Fallout universe. Where Wasteland's kind of more of an immersive experience using that same battle. Uh, it just seems like you know if there was a game made for me and my likes, Wasteland would seem to kind of epitomize that. I could see it be more like XCOM in a way, but with like a narrative story. But, you know, it Project Eternity, the new Planescape game coming out, this is... Uh, I'm excited.
1: Yeah. yeah. When's the Planescape game scheduled? Do they have a date on that one yet?
0: Uh, That's the most recent, so that's probably the furthest off. Um, yeah. I'm sure once Wasteland 2 is finalized, they're really going to start. Because I know as guys have started to wrap up their jobs on Wasteland, they've been moving them over to uh, Planescape, right? So when Wasteland 2 is totally done, except for, you know, a few uh, skeleton crew doing bug fixes and such. Uh, they'll probably be full scale in the Planescape, but I would imagine Planescape's at least a year, year and a half to two years out. I it wouldn't be surprised. The, the next one we should see is Project Eternity.
1: Okay. Uh, from When's Mexico. that one scheduled?
0: Uh, they don't have not an announced date yet, so. But that's the, uh, you know, we talked to Chris Avalon about that one a bit. That's the, right. uh, yeah. I can't think of the name now, uh, Obsidian Game. So, uh, let's see. We have a discussion topic now uh, for this show to talk about. And what are your expectations, hopes, or f- and or fears for E3?
1: Yeah. My yeah I thought w- expectations yeah, and
0: hopes were to go to E3. My fear <laughs> is not to go, and it has happened.
1: Yeah, yeah. Very sad. <laughs> All right. N- uh, next story. Yeah. No, well I was I thought we could cuz I figured yeah, that no. probably the next show that we do will be a post E3 show. Mm-hmm. Uh maybe we'll do one just even a day or two after the show uh wraps up or the presser's wrap up. And uh so I th- I thought maybe it'd be interesting to uh make some predictions or s- some sort of uh, pre E3 thoughts about what we think might happen or you know hope or fear might happen. Yeah, but and I, that, I and I then afterwards a, see if we were right. I kind of have a cheat the well, okay, so, so, let's, g- let's say, of press sure, or- so let's <laughs> say, exclude, well, so, I mean, I, when I was at E3, I used to get a lot of those as well. Yeah. And it, but one of the things that I didn't get was a good sense of what was going to be at the Sony press conference, That's at true. the Microsoft press conference, or at the Nintendo. Yeah. Well, I mean, the Nintendo uh, doesn't do a press conference now, but they're going to have a thing. So maybe we'll just stick to those. So, um, wh- what about, what are your expectations, hopes, fears, whatever for Sony, Microsoft, and Nintendo? And then afterwards we can see how, how on the target we were.
0: I think they're going to announce several new games. Um, who, who? All of them. Okay. I think this is they've been waiting to announce games, and um, this has been kind of quiet as far as new games lately. And um, both of them have done, you know, um, Microsoft and Sony executives, you know, said E3 we're gonna it's gonna be a big E3 we're gonna have a lot of announcements. And so they've kind of prepped for it in a way. So I expect some some game announcements. I expect a lot of uh, CG uh, video demos and shit. You know, the same old stuff. And a lot of discussion about uh, system hardware patches and functionality that they're going to add interchange, so expect a lot of that. You know, the the boring aspects of it. <laughs> the non-game portions that everyone complains about. Uh, but, you know, E3 is going to be where they talk about all the other, you know, everything type of show, so. um, I hope I hope they... I don't know what I hope for. Actually, uh, some of the games I know I'm looking forward to are already there. I don't get as, as excited for new game announcements because usually they're so far off. Yeah. Uh, my fear is a lot of games are going to be delayed, and they already started to have been, and uh, yeah. understandable, but I think there's a lot of dates that are going to be pushed back into the 2015, and that may have been slated for an end of t- 2014, so uh i'm trying to think of specific things i I guess nintendo is going to announce the new zelda and discuss that i'm pretty confident Do you think they will i think so but you know it's going to be one of those yeah we'll see it in 2016 or 17 type thing so it'll be you know yeah we'll see a little small mini clip of a zelda game and get a little tease
1: and move on you think you think the zelda game will be the wii u swan song no 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 i don't think so the last good game for the wii u
0: uh, I mean, they really haven't had a lot of games come out for it yet.
1: <laughs> well, right, but if it, <laughs> it you're saying you're saying that Zelda would come out in 2016 or 17. Yeah So here we are in 2014 and the Wii U is quickly approaching third place in sales of the current generation even though it's got a year head start. So do you think it'll even still be on sale in 2016 or 17? I think so. okay. I'm not. I'm not as confident in that. But.
0: I think Smash Brothers will help it.
1: Okay, we'll see. Yeah, how many? How many? Uh, how well did the last Smash Brothers sell? Do you think? Do you have any any sense of the uh, sale of that franchise on the Wii?
0: I think it sold. That's what. Well, that's what caused me to buy a Wii. But I think it sold well. I know mine is just a personal antidote, but yeah. Um,
1: I can. I'd be curious up. what what and and given the Wii install base, I would bet it. Is probably a fairly small sales period, and, and an even smaller, ridiculously small sale using of, uh,
0: VG charts, which isn't all that accurate sometimes. Yeah, sure. Right. Uh, it says the Smash Brothers Brawl and the Wii sold 11 million units.
1: Okay, so it's about five percent, or of the install base at the time, though.
0: At the mm. time, it was more
1: than that. Well, but the the 11 million is cumulative, right? True. How many? Well, how many copies did the Wii Wii sell? How uh, many systems? I don't remember off the top of my head. Yeah.
0: The problem is a lot of people that bought the Wii only bought it for like a game or two, sure. Wii sports, yeah. and all right, the yeah. Mario game.
1: Um, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I, I I'm buying a I'm buying buying a uh, Wii U now in large part because there's a Mario Kart game, and I think there'll be other people that do that. Yeah. And and I think others will say, oh well, there's a Mario Kart and a Smash Brothers. Okay, time to buy a Wii U. I, yeah. I think that'll happen. But uh, I, I don't know. I'm not convinced that the console will still be on sale in 2016. Certainly not 17.
0: Uh, Nintendo's stuck with the time game. Time will
1: team. tell. Eh, for what? How long? till 2006? Four years they support it?
0: Was it only four years? I thought it was more than that.
1: Mm, I don't think so. Maybe. M- maybe five?
0: Well, a lot of consoles, too. you know, up until yeah. it's last generation. Yeah, right. Here.
1: That's pretty standard, right? Yeah. Yeah, but uh, the GameCube had sold, like, double what the Wii has at this point, if not more. So, <laughs> what the Wii U has sold, rather, well, at this point.
0: the GameCube, the best-selling game for the GameCube was Super Smash Brothers Melee.
1: Was it? uh no. mm-hmm. yeah.
0: Sold 7 million units.
1: Wow. And the well, Wii sold 11. All right, we'll see. I, I would be, I, I don't think, uh, I'd be surprised if Smash Brothers. Passes four million or three million this year. You
0: know, for so the we'll Wii see. U that wouldn't be bad numbers.
1: No, it wouldn't. It would mean like half the users bought it, which yep. would be pretty good, yep. and and that's optimistic. <laughs> so, but anyway, so so you think uh, Nintendo announced? That we got off on a tangent there, but <laughs> you think they're going to announce uh, Zelda? Um, any big announcements you expect from Sony?
0: Um, we'll probably get an Uncharted game.
1: Yeah, that's probably a good guess. Yep.
0: Or, or another, you know, one from them, or maybe a Last of Us sequel. Uh, I could see that.
1: Yeah.
0: Yep. Uh, we're going to see a lot of footage for the to see Last of Us sequel. That I, I'm a hundred percent sure they're working on a Last of Us two. Whether or not they're going to announce one yet, well,
1: you're a hundred percent sure.
0: You don't think they're going to make a Last of Us sequel?
1: Uh, I don't know. I mean, they just they just wrapped up the. Uh, the the DLC and the uh, re-release, which is coming out soon, right? So successful
0: games like that that come out nowadays do not, there
1: do not not have sequels, right? <laughs> Especially yeah. from
0: Naughty Dog, they you know what they had three Uncharted's and a few
1: spinoffs. Yep. I'd be surprised if there wasn't, but I, I would don't be ninety nine
0: point nine percent sure Last of Us is going to be there's going to be Last of Us two. All right, now how long it takes to get here? That's the question.
1: Yeah, yeah,
0: because you know that I'm sure there's, you know a new newer system because if did they I, start making true game games solely for the ps4 and
1: did you play last of us yeah yeah okay i couldn't remember
0: yeah we only discussed it in about three different shows
1: yeah i think we had a an episode where we talked about like spoilers and, we and talked stuff about right the ending yeah. And yeah yeah yeah. that's right. right it's a long time ago now
0: <laughs> old man memory here
1: yeah you know this is uh it's already friday morning here on the east coast so <laughs> <laughs> um, um. Any, any other... Ether? So, Microsoft, what about them? So, you've said a bit about Sony, a bit about Nintendo. What about Microsoft?
0: I'm trying to think of what's in the, the table for them. Uh, I wouldn't be surprised. You know, I would... They're going to announce a few new IP, I think, uh, for all of these. And then they're going to have, you know... The, the new sequel for the new system type things on some of the yeah, big franchises,
1: the new gears, and more about the new Halo. Yeah, kind of probably a new yeah. God
0: of War, maybe or something like that, and
1: not yeah. on micro, not on, not on no, no more, no more
0: God of War. Yeah, not on Xbox, right? Right.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh. Yeah, there'll probably be a new Halo game, and then we're going to see. Well, they've lot.
1: already announced that.
0: Yeah. yeah. Well, you know, it's like a, it's a foregone conclusion.
1: Yeah. yeah. Um.
0: Type of thing. So yeah, you're gonna and you're you're gonna see some footage from some of that and. I doubt any. We're just going to see, you know, quarter for 2015. We're going to see a lot of that of it, or to be announced. So, yay, we're, they're making these games. We're pretty sure they're already going to be making anyway, and we just kind of have a vague idea when they're coming out. That's what a lot of yeah. it's going to be.
1: So so here are my thoughts on these things, if you care. Sure. <laughs> So I think Nintendo will not talk about any Zelda other than this uh, Dynasty Warriors Zelda. I think it's the only Zelda they're going to talk about. Um, I think that they will spend uh, a lot more time talking about the 3DS than they spend talking about the Wii U. Um, And I think that they will most likely announce maybe one... Maybe one sort of uh, like new entry in a franchise that people didn't expect a new entry in or didn't know about. I, I think otherwise it's going to be uh, that th- they're not going to use E3 as a big platform to do a lot. That's my guess.
0: They may not because they're doing that stream thing.
1: Well, right. But I, I mean, they're going to do that at E3, and I don't think they're going to do a lot with yeah. it. I think they'll, they'll talk about Smash Brothers. I think they'll talk about that Zelda game. I think they'll talk about 3DS stuff and maybe like one new big Wii U game. And I'd be surprised if it's something we didn't know anything about at all. Um, I think that, uh, Microsoft, I think they will not mention the Kinect in the entire thing. Um, with the possible exception of if they talk about the Fantasia game. That might be the only thing that they talk about Kinect with. Uh, I think that they will, yeah, they'll talk about New Gears and Halo. Um, I think that they're going to overemphasize their, uh, indie quality like you know, that they attract indie developers because i think that they are probably guessing that sony's success on the ps4 is because of the indie games that they have uh which i don't think is true <laughs> but i think that's what they think and uh and so i think they're going to overplay their hand talking too much about indie games and will probably focus on indie games that are also coming to other platforms um hmm. i think that uh Uh, that Sony uh, will not say anything about the last guardian. (laughs) That's the one I'm kind of most interested in hearing something about, but I think they'll, they will say, yeah, they'll say nothing. Um, I think the new uncharted is a good guess. I think that, uh, I I don't know. I think they'll probably um, talk a lot more about the, uh, the streaming service. I I think, I think they're going to spend way too much time in their press conference talking about this new streaming service. Because they they have been conducting the beta, and uh, they're they're going to try to hype it up. Even I though I think,
0: and I'm even though I think a small
1: percentage of uh, the population is is either interested or really able to use it very well, no. um, and uh, I, I'm not sure if they're going to have a real big announcement of something that we wouldn't expect. I think a new Uncharted and a new God of War is probably a, a given. Um,
0: uh, and I think about, I, I,
1: uh, I think they'll talk about Jonathan Blow's game, which I think is an exclusive for them, um, and is still uh, a to a to be determined release date, but is is been coming along pretty well from everything I've read.
0: Um, Grand Turismo PS4.
1: Yeah, I don't think so because Drive Club's not out. That's true, and it won't be out by then. So they want to they want to emphasize that we'll probably see a lot of Drive Club stuff.
0: Um, I think we'll see a whole bunch of Destiny footage.
1: Yeah, they want to emphasize that they're a good place for shooters. Yeah, yep. well, uh, Microsoft thing, will probably talk about Microsoft will probably have some announcement about Titanfall DLC, um, some yeah. kind of extra campaign or new Titans or something. Oh, and, uh, a
0: hope of mine would be for Sony. I know there is rumors, or maybe it's not even rumors. Maybe it's true that they're going to start allowing uh, PS2 and PS1, uh, PSN games on the PS4.
1: Oh, if you've already bought them.
0: Yeah, if you already have them.
1: Oh, that'd be nice. Yeah, yeah.
0: You know, I, I thought I heard something along those lines. There, there's been rumors uh, about it, but you know, maybe they'll confirm or deny that. Or
1: I'm hoping. Well, you know, that, that would. To be I, I I've not bought any of the PS2 classics because I have a backwards compatible PS3. but yeah. that would maybe convince me to buy some.
0: Well, yeah. Well, I have a lot of <laughs> PS1 classics and uh, some other down PSN downloaded games that I wouldn't mind playing on it.
1: Yeah, yeah. Um, but. uh Oh, sorry. Yeah, those are my those are my thoughts about uh, E3. I, d- I don't know. Um, I think that uh, the surprises were more last year's press conferences, because they were the ones about the consoles, and, and this year is, yeah. uh you know, I, you know... I could be wrong. Maybe we could both be wrong. But
0: well, this year I think it'll be all the, the big game announcements. Because, uh, you know, like you said, they've been... Oh, we're gonna, you're going to hear a whole bunch of this one. It's where we, we tell you about all the games. and we'll I, red. yeah.
1: I'm just wondering what games we're going to hear about that we don't expect or haven't yeah, well. heard of. I mean, yeah. You know, I guess you can't predict things you don't know anything about new right. IPs and stuff like that. Exactly. Um, yeah, what about I don't the know. Vita?
0: Do you think they're going to talk about the Vita at all?
1: Uh, I I wouldn't be surprised if they if they focus on some big IP for the Vita. That's a Vita exclusive for early in the presentation uh for a couple you know one of their sustained segments is about some new ip for the vita of a loved franchise um See, but it'll be early like, and out of the way those are
0: the games i don't care about like borderlands 2 and the vita does not appeal to me almost at all I no
1: watch.
0: i well, like i've said it time again i really don't play my portable consoles in a portable fashion i play them in bed or on the couch yeah so if I'm gonna do that, I'd rather be playing a superior version of the game instead of an inferior port that's you know chugging along on a on a handheld. But
1: well, how are you gonna play Borderlands in bed?
0: Well, I just play in my computer chair, or oh, all right on okay. my couch. That's
1: it's
0: got like a it's really comfortable.
1: See, when I when I when I play Borderlands, it's it's either yeah, it's on a console or it's it's you uh, saw so I'm on the couch or I'm sitting at my desk. Yeah. So, but uh, well, I mean, I don't know.
0: Getting an inferior version just so I can lay down and.
1: Well, and, what like, what what do you think they could possibly do to sell Vitas to people who haven't bought one?
0: Well, I don't know. That's, I have
1: no idea. Yeah.
0: Um. Now they could do some stuff that would make me enjoy my Vita more, but.
1: Right. <laughs> I, I think don't think they should bring that
0: right. Vita TV over. That was a cool idea.
1: Yeah, that might that might be something. I, do. I would get it. Yeah.
0: But they're trying to improve the functionality of like it being a PS4 peripheral, so. Yeah. Though streaming on it, it's kinda eh. I use I it,
1: think it's better than the Wii U streaming.
0: Uh the Wii U streaming.
1: Oh, I wait, well I, I can tell round. you in my house my, my Vita streams for much further away and in much better quality than my Wii U does.
0: To your gamepad? Yep. Oh uh, mine's well I don't know if I use it streaming. I just you know, I'll turn the TV off and play it on the gamepad. But
1: That's you're saying the same look? room where the T V is?
0: fairly close yeah yeah
1: see like i can i can go into my study or into the bedroom which is you know like the other side of the house from where the ps4 is and, mm-hmm. and play a ps4 game on well, maybe to, that or that like doesn't go downstairs go do it ps4
0: it goes through the your internet network
1: right goes through the internet to the ps4
0: yeah mine yeah. i get a lot of artifacts and freezing and it'll work sometimes all right and then it's kind of yeah it's not very well does
1: the wii u not go through the internet at all
0: no it's, it's just it's, direct to the wii u yeah so mm. it should be an awesome. It's just your it's range not, it's is going to be
1: limited. Yeah. Your
0: range is going to be limited, but uh, as far as actual, uh, I have fidelity. The, yeah, I, it's like yeah. it's like playing on the TV to me. It's like playing a handheld for me. Because, but I sit. Fairly, I, I haven't taken it around the house too much, so.
1: Yeah. No. I mean, I, I really can't go, like to the next room.
0: Really, I can go no. to the next room. I don't. Know. I haven't tried it downstairs though. But you know, for me with it, it's it's more of a. Letting use of the TV for someone else if I wanted to play it, you know, kind of thing. It's yeah, that, right, right, right A yeah. portable around the house device. It's more of a yeah. I can play this right here, and someone else can be watching TV, so I'm not hogging at the TV.
1: Yeah, uh, the the TV where the Wii U is, I'm the only one who really watches that TV anyway. Yeah. So. <laughs> but anyway, so any any other thoughts on E3 other than the fact that uh, that you're not going? Any other thoughts on the things that you're going to hear or see about that uh, you know that you don't already know about that? You expect to see you think we're going to see anything about a new fallout mm,
0: that would be cool we'll see a lot of dragon age d- footage. yeah yeah sure <laughs> uh I, w- I would like to hear about a new fallout I-, I think that i wouldn't be surprised if they announced it I- i'd say that but
1: you think we'll just like get a title or do you think they'll have some stuff to show
0: they'll probably confirm it with a few screenshots or a quick little uh, trailer type yeah, right,
1: right. nothing really
0: gameplay, but you know someone's voice talking, and, yeah, and a little, you know, a few little action shots, and then uh, right. Fallout, Fallout New York, 4, you know,
1: yeah,
0: something like that that pops up. I, I could see that happening. Um, yeah, and I would be excited about it. Uh, what about Final Fantasy fifteen?
1: Hmm. The, no, the well, no, they were they were making one uh, last E3. They talked yeah, about it was, a new, yeah. yeah but oh, okay. That's we're 15? gonna get
0: a release date. Are we gonna get hmm. any updates? We haven't really heard any updates besides, you know, that little video we got, and the, some, you know, very sparse info.
1: Yeah, I remember. I remember the video was that was that Final Fantasy fifteen that we saw video of. Yeah, X2? that was uh it.
0: Was, gonna was be, called something else at the time. It was gonna right? be versus and then that's when they announced they're calling it fifteen.
1: Oh, okay. At E three, okay. I believe they announced that and it was so, a lot more combat focused. It looked like yeah, it's
0: real, real action action oriented yeah.
1: game. Uh, yeah. Um, do I think we'll? I don't think we'll see it this year. I think we know a lot more about it by this point. So I, I'm gonna guess spring spring 15 would be the earliest we'll see that
0: yeah i would say end of 15 probably yeah, yeah square enix is you know
1: they take a long time but they generally put out pretty good stuff you know. although yeah. i guess i haven't played a final fantasy game since 12 so
0: you didn't play fifteen at all
1: no no nope. it's,
0: it's worth a try
1: it wasn't yeah terrible. i heard a lot of mixed things about it so
0: uh the combat's fun
1: the i heard like the half, half the game is a tutorial
0: no it's not a tutorial it's just very linear <laughs> All right. Uh, Yeah, it's very linear for the first, you know, three quarters at least of the game. But I think the combat, once it starts, once you start getting a few more skills and your guys get experience, and you, you, uh, it's kind of ogre battle ish in a way where you, you set, uh, okay, you know, strategies and you kind of, and a lot of the fun of it, and you just flip-flopping the strategies around and reorganizing him for as per the battle goes on to get them to do what you want. And at first, I was kind of turned off by it, but then as I started getting into it, it became really enjoyable. Um, but on the other side, the linearity of it is kind of a put-off. The characters are mostly pretty bad, uh, and the writing's kind of iffy. But the world is pretty decent at times. Uh, it's. Um, it's really a good-looking game and, uh, and all that. So there's some good at the bad.
1: Right. So, so we could make this interesting. We could uh, we could take our E3 predictions and thoughts and fears, and we could uh, make some kind of a wager about them.
0: What's the wager?
1: Why don't I, we... Uh, let us see. We could... Um, yeah,
0: but how, do you, how are we going to grade this? Uh?
1: Well, we could say, okay, so we could pick, like, okay, three things, right? So uh-huh. we could say something that w- we disagree on will or won't happen at Sony, at Nintendo, and at Microsoft, and uh if we can find three things to disagree on uh the loser would we'll have to we'll never find uh, three
0: things to disagree on dave
1: <laughs> <laughs> no 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 hardly right um well i think we already talked about one yeah. but let, let's come up with let's come up with a consequence so maybe um the, the loser would have to uh they would have to sing the music to put you in the mood at the end of the show what <laughs> <laughs> you have to you have to sing a tune, or or you could sing the introduction to the show. No, uh, I guess that'd be a pretty bad bad uh, thing to have to do, right? I suppose. All right, you want you want to make that the the, the uh, <laughs> make that the uh, the terms?
0: I, I guess I can deal with it.
1: Okay, so, so now we need to come up with three things to disagree with. So the one thing that I noticed that we disagreed with Zelda. was was Zelda, right. So I think we won't hear anything about a new Zelda at, at Nintendo uh, Direct. See,
0: I'm not all that confident in that claim either. <laughs> hmm. I mean, I could. I, I, I wouldn't be surprised if they announced it, but yet yeah, if it didn't show up, I also wouldn't be surprised if they didn't talk about it either. Um,
1: well, that's kind of how I am too.
0: Yeah, all right, fine.
1: Okay, so that's one. Um... For Sony, uh, did we did we find a point of disagreement there? I'm trying um, to think. You're, you you make could,
0: very ambitious claims about Sony. You just said, "Well, okay, you're so I see I, if Last yeah. Guardian will show up or not."
1: Oh, well, that would be something. You you don't think it's going to show up? No. Yeah, I don't either. <laughs> um, what about? Uh, do you think they will spend time talking about a uh, new entry in a beloved IP for the Vita?
0: probably
1: yeah probably Uh, (laughs) um do you think that they will spend we agreed that they spend a lot of time talking about their streaming service right yes yeah um hmm what else did you say that they would do
0: last of us two
1: okay i disagree that there will be a last of us two discussed all right all right right. there's there's two
0: (laughs) though again that's another one where if it doesn't happen i'm not gonna be shocked
1: yeah Well, if it does happen i I won't be like i'm probably screwed at the no, your, I, th- I, I think
0: th- your stances of it not showing as opposed to being shown is more of a
1: an inclusive. I don't know. All right. Well, so what about with Microsoft then?
0: Um, you say they're not going to talk about the Connect at all. I say they'll they will.
1: No, I said that the only way that they would talk about Connect would be in K- well. All right, the only time they would talk about the Connect in any. Uh, substantive and so this is a qualifier right so substantive fashion would be in a discussion of the new fantasia game
0: yeah but how are we gonna qualify substantive
1: so if they demo other games with Mm connect or if they spend any time talking about connect technology in general i would think that i'd lose
0: okay that's fine is that fair yep okay i'll probably be losing this thing
1: Alright, so there's there's three. <laughs> so, Discussion of Zelda, Last of Us 2, and Substantial Discussion of Connect.
0: Yeah, I'm not very confident in the first two.
1: Alright, and so is the loser singing the intro or the outro?
0: Probably the outro.
1: Okay, so that means you're going like, to sing a song at the end of the show to, to put people in the mood. Like what or song? I will sing a song.
0: Oh yeah, you're already counting, I'm going to lose. <laughs>
1: Yeah, well, maybe, game- uh, how, how about how about we let how about we let the listeners decide the song? No, let's not do that. <laughs> <laughs> so they're going to pick the most worst
0: possible thing to sing. It's how how be-
1: about how about uh, they have to um, uh, hum the uh, the Mario theme song. Oh, that's easy. Yeah. Well, okay, you can do something else. <laughs> what do you got?
0: <laughs> we'll figure it out when the time comes.
1: Mhm. Well, maybe we could maybe we could post it as a question. We can we can look at a couple of different ideas and see what we agree on.
0: Okay, That's
1: does that fun. seem reasonable? All right, sure.
0: <laughs> our listeners who listen to this can pop in with their feedback.
1: All right. So I mean, they they can't like suggest we sing some obscure like the the song from Lunar or something. Like I'm not going to sing that, right? Like I won't yeah. even know the words. But uh, something in between humming Mario and singing the song from Lunar would be fine. Okay. So. Okay, uh, let's go ahead and move on, speaking of our wonderful forum members, to the forum threads of the Fortnite. Uh, let see, is yours up first here? I can't. We didn't put the titles here. Uh, I picked the thread about... Um, arcade hardware. The arcade hardware, yeah. Um, and basically, the, I mean, the driving question of this thread was what got you into arcade hardware. Now, I'm not into arcade hardware. I know you have one arcade machine, two? Yep. One, one,
0: and a consoleized MVS, I guess, I guess. And a
1: consoleized MVS. So, uh, I mean, the, the question here is interesting, though, right? So, they were they're they're kind of longtime uh, emulator person and enjoy arcade games, and uh, they were thinking about getting into Super Guns and starting to collect PCBs and things like that. And so, uh, while the thread is interesting and people talked about some of the reasons why they got into arcade hardware, I thought since neither you or I are really into arcade hardware in any substantive way. It might be interesting to talk about what would maybe push us over the edge. Like, is there a future in which you could see yourself interested in arcade hardware? Is there, is it just a question of um, time and resources to get involved in, you know, repairing and buying expensive arcade hardware? Is it a a, a question of uh, the the types of games representing arcade hardware? What what would it take for you to to get into the that scene? Do you think?
0: Um, I've, I've, like I said, I've already dabbled in a little. Um, I have my R-Type cab, and basically the arcade hardware I got, now I just, I got a good deal on it, so it's, you know, that'd be cool to have it, kind of thing. Um, my problem is I've always usually enjoyed the home experience with gaming, you know, PCs and and consoles, than I did a lot of the arcade games. You know, a lot of the games I play are not arcade-style games. Um, I like more, uh... Narrative focused or, or, or longer games instead of the you know, little bite sized quarter munching games. What's that most noise? Part, uh, I think my daughter is playing with something downstairs.
1: All right. So <laughs> sorry.
0: My, she's trying to keep entertained so we can finish sound like you were this. like
1: scraping a fork on the microphone or something. No, I think <laughs> my, it's
0: my daughter playing with like the dog food bowl or something. Okay, sounds like so <laughs> something awesome like that. Um, now, I do envision a scenario where whenever I get you uh you know my next home i get i'll have a it'll be a little bigger and i'll have a dedicated type or another dedicated type room where i'm gonna have you know like an arcades you know lined walls or you know a pool table and you know air hockey kind of stuff and i think i would get more like of that to have kind of like a party type arcade room sort of thing so that would get me more into it i've almost gotten into it several times i've talked with you know guys like mj mjr mike and it's that you were uh, arcade gurus about certain things. And I've almost picked up a, a few different machines in the past, but I also don't have a vehicle to pick them up in. If I had a yeah. truck, which I probably will be getting at some point fairly soon, I think I'd be more inclined to, you know, because it's hard to get, you know, people to help you. Yeah. But uh, I also don't know a whole lot about it. So if stuff breaks, I'm kind of at a loss, but you know, there's, it's probably not too tough to learn. Um. So other than that, I have my consoleized MVS, and that kind of scratches that itch some. And I wouldn't mind getting, uh, a, you know, a four-slot MVS cab. That'd be pr- really cool. And there are a few other uh, arcade games I wouldn't mind having. I wouldn't mind having maybe a a sit-down uh, driving or or one of the you know the gun games with the uh, uh, guns where you shield, you know, with the hand, the mm-hmm. actual guns you hold. That would those would be cool, and you know, like the old Simpsons game would be cool to have, or the you know one of the old Ninja Ninja Turtle cabs would be cool to have, Uh, stuff like that. But uh, other than that, uh, I'm I'm, you know it's it's one of those. If I get more space and I had a setup for it and I had a vehicle, uh, it'd be nice to do. But it's not you know I'm dying to get them either. So I'm 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 content with my current arcade hardware. How about you?
1: yeah I, I think i mean some of the same ideas as if i had the space uh for it I, I don't feel like i have a good set of space for uh arcade machines and I, I i wouldn't be especially interested in going the super gun route personally and and doing that um i'd, I'd like cabs or you know something like uh uh you know one of the sit down uh japanese cabs where you can yeah swap, swap pcbs in and out pretty candy easily. Cab. Yeah, yeah. yeah candy cab yep yeah. um something like that would be would be great but uh, the only really space I have in my house for a, a cab uh, is where I currently have my, my homemade main machine. And uh, so, I mean, I'd have to swap that out for something else. And uh, I, I just don't really think I have a good space for it. But I mean, that's, that's only one consideration as to why I haven't been able to get into it. I think that, frankly, most of the games that I'd be most interested in uh, are really pretty expensive. Like, I'm talking like hundreds of dollars for a game. Um, where even, even like an expensive console version of that game, you know, might be a hundred, right? Or, or maybe two. But you're, you're talking like, you know, sometimes, uh, four digits <laughs> for, for the arcade version of that game. And, uh, and they, they're a lot more fragile, right? So, uh, a lot of times you could spend six, seven, eight hundred dollars on a PCB and then find out that Uh, parts of it are broken or need repaired or were repaired previously before you got them, or you have the PCB, but you don't have all the, uh, you know, the different uh, components that came with it. So like the, the uh, sort of inserts or the manual or these other kinds of things. So like, it's, it's really pretty cost prohibitive. Um, You know, so maybe if I had a huge gaming budget and, and I started getting into these and buying and selling them a lot, I could kind of like, you know, basically rent them, right? So I'd have one for six months. So, okay, I'm tired of this one. Let me think, do I want to buy another one or do I just want to sell this one and then get two or get another, you know? I mean, you, you could do a lot of that. But I, I think for me, uh, part of the problem is that for arcade, uh, getting into arcade hardware, would be hard for me to do because I, I have a collector's mindset when I get into a system or when I get into a, a way of playing games mm-hmm. and, and I'd want to keep them. And like, if, you know, if I bought, if I bought a $900 Dodanpaki, uh game or something, like I wouldn't want to give it up to try an $800, uh, you know, Mushihime Same game or something, right? Like I, I'd want to <laughs> like, well, I don't want to get rid of this. And so now to try something else, I have to spend another $900. Well, the three sixty port's pretty close and it's, you know, only seventy dollars or something. Right. Yeah. So I don't know. I mean it's 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 pretty cost prohibitive and I'm not sure yeah, obviously you can resell them generally and, mm-hmm. and make your money back, but I, I don't think I want to do that. Like I'd much rather like most of the way I've I've financed the higher end stuff in my collection is to like, you know, go to yard sales or something and pick up yeah. a bunch of five or ten dollar games and sell them for ten or twenty dollars. Well, another issue you yeah.
0: have, uh sorry to yeah, sure. Yeah. but uh you don't really have a really big urban center ne- really nearby do you
1: well no so i mean i it's it's yeah like there's not you, you don't cabs that i can go pick like, up all yeah. the way yeah right now i'd have to go ship a man or or uh get a truck and, and go pick them up an hour or two away right. i mean that's not that's not that's not a huge deal um but the other thing is like even though i'm pretty remote like i have uh, a couple of really pretty quality arcades close by mm-hmm. um I have an amusement park 10 minutes from my house, or actually more like five. That uh, I happen to be there today. And, um, you know, they have like five or six pinball tables. They have, um, you know, probably a dozen classic to brand new arcade games that they swap out every year for different types of things. Like I was playing the new – have you seen the new um, Batmobile racing game?
0: Uh, no, I have not.
1: Yeah, there's a uh, – it's actually – I knew this game was coming I when I was in uh, Chicago – a couple of years ago, I, uh, for uh, book research, I went and met with Eugene Jarvis at Raw Thrills, and he said, "Hey, you know, we just got the Batman license. Don't don't tell anyone, but we're working on a, a Batmobile racing game." Hmm. And so this is a this is a racing game that looks it looks like it'll probably be ported to the uh, current gen of consoles because the graphics are pretty sharp and it's a pretty new, new game. But um, you can select a Batmobile from. Like all eras of Batman. So, like, you can, like, drive the Batmobile from the 1960s, or you can drive the one from the Dark Knight, or whatever, and, um, and they, and you shoot, uh, it's kind of like a racing slash car combat game. So, um, like, if you're familiar with, like, road blasters or things like that, where you have to shoot the cars in front of you a lot, like, you know, mm-hmm. but you're shooting Batman villains, and it's pretty cool. Like, I, I played it today for the first time, but, um, anyway, I mean, this arcade regularly gets in newer games or, you know, Uh, they have Gallagher, Pac-Man, or uh, you know, I I was playing um, a lot of the game, a lot of the pinball tables that I like from Pinball Arcade, like, they have those, and so in, like, seven, eight months a year, I can go here and and play this for five minutes away, and, you know, I can spend twenty bucks ten times, right, or something like that, and uh, have a a lot of fun playing arcade games, and that pretty much tickles that itch for me, right? Like, Hmm. it's, uh, it, it doesn't uh it'd be nice to have those things at home but i don't really have the space and they're cost prohibitive and if i can access them pretty cheaply and get to enjoy them that way then i, I think that's the way I'll, I'll probably continue to do it um yeah
0: my biggest you know. interest is this having i have this idea in my head of this gaming parlor type room you know sure all, yeah you know yeah it'd you be a great. dozen yeah. or so cabs and yep. uh
1: yeah, a main um, cab, a Neo Geo cab, yeah. a, a, a candy cab. Yeah. Some dedicated sure, right. cabs yeah.
0: and then, yep. you know, yep. a, a poker table, a pool table, you know. I yep. would like one of those hockey checks, you know, bubble hockey machines. Sure, right, why not? Those are awesome. And, Foosball. and a, like a wet bar and you know, all that kind yep. of stuff and just have this r- this awesome room for parties and hanging out. But I know that, I've you know, that's going to be one of my future house type things. Now, whether or not I get that far, we'll see. Yeah. Uh, I think it wouldn't be too unfeasible to happen, but we'll see what happens. Um, kids and such might get in the way. But then again, that's also something I think having kids, they'd love to grow up with. So Yeah.
1: No, I actually have a, a space. Uh, so we, we have next to the house, we have this uh, uh, three stall garage, yeah. um, but it's not like a finished garage. It's, you know, like a two of the stalls have a dirt floor and one's a concrete floor and I have my shop in there and a bunch mm-hmm. of stuff. So like I could, and for a while, a couple of those, uh, couple of those stalls were, uh, a couple of the bays were a horse stall because we had a horse, mm-hmm. and uh, like I could spend a lot of money and renovate that and get it turned into like a, a big room where I could do this stuff, yep. but you know it's a lot of time and money. So yeah, <laughs> we'll and see maybe if someday you're
0: not for sure you're going to stay there, and not, I don't right know what you're yeah. talking about possibly moving.
1: Yeah, maybe at some point, yeah, get a different place. So I don't know, pie in the sky, but. Yeah, I mean, I, I I am a bit envious sometimes of people who can get into Arcade hardware. I Like, I think I would enjoy the uh, nitty-gritty of, like, learning the differences between boards and working on them and that kind of thing. But, uh, you know, I, I didn't read anything in that thread that convinced me to dive in, which is kind of what I was hoping to see. Be like, oh, this is what I've always missed. Now I need to get into it. But that didn't happen. So, anyway, that was my thread. What was your thread?
0: Mine is from, uh, I guess, somewhat of a... Uh, a trading buddy, uh Kelican on the forums. Uh, he's every time I have a big game sale, I think he's one of my first and biggest customers. So uh, up there in Canada I always ship seem to always be shipping out to him. Yeah. I but said he's so, yeah. uh he's doing a Chrono Trigger, Chrono Cross limited edition vinyl soundtrack uh, vinyl soundtrack project. Um basically I don't know I thought you know, we didn't really have a whole bunch of interesting new threads on there, but uh, I'm not saying this isn't interesting. But he's there; they're making a little limited edition uh, record, their vinyl record, for uh, some select Chrono Trigger and Chrono Cross songs. Hmm. Um, now, someone did bring up, you know, did you consult with? The, yeah, is uh, this
1: licensed? <laughs>
0: no, it didn't yeah. seem to be licensed. So, uh, but he says it's going to be about thirty dollars shipped, which that you know that's pretty reasonable. For especially for a homegrown project like that so
1: mm-hmm.
0: uh, if those are interested may you want to check it out I I don't really have a record player but it's another one of those things I've kind of I've been really debating getting in the vinyl I know it's kind of a opening up a can of worms type thing in a way it's a, that other collecting hobby you know going around and fighting vinyl but I wouldn't mind getting a a whole bunch of vinyl records from a bunch of the uh, you know classic rock 70s and 60s uh, Bands that'd be pretty cool. Yeah, and they're
1: cheap too. I've I got a bunch of it. Yeah, it doesn't doesn't cost much to pick those up.
0: No, but I think there's also some that are expensive.
1: Sure. Yeah, yeah. You can find stuff that's uh it's pricey, but you can also find like fifty cent LPs of decent stuff at you know thrift yeah. stores. So. Well, like I wouldn't mind
0: having a, oh, I you know like the Led Zeppelin. They're doing sure, the yeah. remastered stuff, and I think yeah. they're having a full vinyl re release so it's like two hundred dollars for all. Yeah, of yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah, that'd be something I'd really dig. Um, stuff like that, but so if I were to do that, this would be something that I wouldn't mind having in it. But then again, you know, if you're interested, to check it out.
1: Uh, yeah. It, it, for me, I mean, I think it's a cool concept, I guess, but yeah. for me, that's not music that was ever intended to be played on vinyl. That's true. Um, and most of the stuff that I think about on vinyl that I, that I like listening to vinyl was either stuff where that was you know, it's intended format or uh, stuff put there by bands who are really kind of sensitive to the sound of vinyl and, and record accordingly. Mm -hmm. Um, This to me doesn't strike me as like, you know, the Chrono Trigger music or Chrono Cross music was designed to, you know, play on, uh, you know, through, through Redbook audio on a CD or uh, through stereo uh, sound chips. It's not, not ever designed to play on a, on vinyl with uh, the warmth of vinyl i don't i don't know what that does for it so i mean i think it's a, again i not to not to discount it i think it's a cool project i think you're right it's it's fairly priced i hope they don't get in any trouble um yeah. from uh, with square enix but uh or square soft but you know i, I just th- that would be an example of something like well why is that on vinyl like for me i don't i don't see the, the appeal there
0: yeah I, can, I can't really disagree there no but let's get to our feedback and Okay. The show wrap up portion. There's
1: it. a lot of a lot of repeats here. Really. The folks who have feedback are also those who have questions for this yeah, part. So we
0: appreciate it. Uh, I think lately we've had a lot more feedback and a lot more consistent uh, questions than we had maybe a couple of years ago. So we we definitely appreciate that. Appreciate that and keep it coming. Um, I'll start. I guess Aramond, uh or Aramondi or I don't. I'm not sure. That answer. sounds good. Yeah. Good episode, gentlemen. Just like how you two agreed on everything, I also agreed with most of what you said, which I guess I was the first, but I do recall us agreeing a whole bunch. Uh, yeah, we did. Your, yeah. your audio was pretty good. Thanks, Apple. Uh, at one point, I could hear no, someone I... doing dishes or putting them away. Didn't bother me at all. If I had to guess, I assume it was someone on John's end since the sound always comes from him. I think that was Dave typing. Yeah, I, I don't recall. know. Uh the highlight was at fifty-seven twenty-five when Dave was talking about Typing of the Dead. John said, "I don't think it's a very classic game. I think it's a stupid game."
1: <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember that. <laughs>
0: that made me bust out laughing. It was just how he said it. Uh, one thing I was disappointed with was your lack of knowledge about the MK Ninjas. There are seven ninjas, technically eight, but Chameleon, uh, but he's a bon- but Chameleon is a bonus character, and you guys call yourselves gamers. Uh, yeah, I mean, I didn't really play Mortal Kombat too much past the first few. I, I do remember Chameleon. I think there was another one, Smoke, I think I know of. The other ones I, I weren't as familiar with. Uh, I haven't been playing the Mortal Kombat series in recent years, so uh, Apple did respond to me about saying uh, uh, being very knowledgeable with the Mortal Kombat and fighting games in general and wouldn't mind coming on to discuss with us sometime, so I think that would be a good idea. Maybe we can have a uh, uh, an Apple... Um, uh, addition to our show here in the, the somewhat near future.
1: Yeah, um, so yeah. I don't know. I mean, I, the uh, I, I don't remember the question now if it asked about ninjas across the series or if you just said you know, who are your favorite asked, Mortal yeah, Kombat ninjas. Well, and when we
0: said that, we said we only knew of three. Yeah, so yeah. that's where he got us on it. So yeah, yeah. sorry. We, we, you both hit us on a game we're familiar with, but only familiar with and not very well versed in. So
1: yeah, I mean, I've played. The first two or three, and then I've, I played the most recent one, but, you know, not enough to, to really feel like I have a, a good grasp on it. So yeah, I played it with a Ninja few people,
0: but I, did, uh, yeah. I think someone brought it over during one of my parties at my house, and we were fighting each other for, you know, switching out the controllers and stuff. And I don't recall who was all in it, to be honest.
1: Yeah. Opopa well, Opa Sorry. Opa has a question here. He says, thanks for discussing eStarland.com. He looked up their trade-in program. It looks like functions better than Amazon. Getting a better trade value for having a box and/or manual is a lot more efficient and fair than Amazon's generic descriptions you select from. Uh, and he, uh, I, I didn't put MGM's comment in here because it was more of a response to Opa. But uh, MGM offered, I think, some sage uh, feedback about some problems he's had with Easterland, which people should also read. I, I think that generally my experience with them has been positive, but there are certainly. Ways you wouldn't want to try to use their site if you're uh, you know, trying to cash out with your stuff. So re- read that reply. But Opa goes on to say, he says, uh, Modern Warfare 1 will be remembered as a classic. I think that's one thing we disagreed on. Uh, its importance and influence on console FPSs is up there with GoldenEye and Halo 1 and 2. I don't
0: think it's... Oh, uh, well, maybe. I don't know. Halo and GoldenEye, I think, held a more a higher spot than Modern Warfare
1: no. One can disagree. Might, right now, they might, but I don't know. I think in time, I think Modern Warfare's uh, progression and multiplayer mechanics, you know, its its system there uh, have, have have redefined multiplayer shooters. Yeah, but there,
0: there. there's games that had it before. Like I believe the uh, you could do that on the uh, Rainbow Six games, the New Vegas. You could do that kind of upgrade and level up stuff. Does, as does well. New
1: Vegas predate Modern Warfare? I believe so. It's pretty close.
0: I th- I'm pretty sure because I know it was what Call of Duty 3 is the first one and then 4 on the, the last gen systems, the 360. And then it was...
1: Well, uh, 4 yeah. is Modern Warfare.
0: Is 4 Modern Warfare?
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: Okay. I don't know. There's just like a million of them, so I can't yeah, get them straight yeah. anymore. And there's sequels of sequels of spinoffs, and once you start going down that line, it's hard to keep track. Yeah. And I didn't really play them a whole bunch, so... Me, to be fair, I haven't played Modern Warfare uh, more than you know an hour or two when our brother. Oh, okay. Had it, so yeah. I can't really judge the game all that well. So take my right. comments with a grain of salt.
1: Will do as always. Ahead, yeah. <laughs> Alien Jesus. <laughs> Alien Jesus, your is
0: your you're, is your no no
1: no, no. Go Ahead,
0: <laughs> a slightly odd moan here, uh, and this might just be me, but when you guys talk about a game, you quite often mention the name of the game only once, then continually refer to the game thereafter without mentioning the title again. I tend to list, listen to the podcast at work, which means it's pretty easy to zone out in the crucial moment you mention the game and tune back in and spend the next 10 minutes wondering what game you're on about, or else trying to skip around to find the name of the game again. Uh, I just spent 5 minutes figuring out what Dave was talking about with the Miramasa Rebirth. Um, I don't know how to respond to this one. I don't know if, I think the way we talk about it, we just naturally progress, but I think it would start sounding bad if we're like, you know, da-da-da-da-da-da-da, Mario, uh, or sorry, uh, you know, uh, Mario Kart, we're talking about Mario Kart, guys, you know, and, and break in a few minutes with the game. I guess we could try mentioning it, the game name instead of it or or such, but
1: I think that'd Wait, who's, who's that would be something... Whose question are you talking about? Alien, that's not really a question, <laughs> Oh, it's a comment, but you did mention yeah. his name every ten seconds, so it's yeah. hard for me to remember. Yeah, <laughs> uh, terrible.
0: <laughs> no, uh, it's. I think when that because me, Dave, basically just sitting here talking to each other. So,
1: oh, and we're looking at a sheet that has the name of what we're talking about in front of us. So that's a it's a it's a fair criticism to a point. Yeah,
0: yeah, and it's gonna it's one of those we're gonna have to try to take make spe- take special mind of it because you know when you're in just normal conversation and you're talking, it's you don't just keep popping in with the name, but I know, you know, in, in radio or other recorded type of situations, they have to pop in and try to... But then again, there's also listeners that are hopping in and out, if, assuming you're listening to the whole thing, or should, you know, kind of be following along, and... But...
1: So you're blaming him, then?
0: No, nah, well, in a way. <laughs> both, maybe.
1: Alright. All right, well, I'll let you uh, blame the listener. I'll move on to the question. Uh, so the question... Uh, from Aramonde is, uh, I'd like for you guys to talk about the bootleg repro pole thread, if you have any more thoughts on it since the last show. And for a question, uh, he wants to know which of these, oh, pardon me, which of these he thinks look more aesthetically pleasing. Uh, the Famicom or NES and their carts, the SNES Japan versus PAL version and their carts or the Mega Drive carts in the U.S. versus PAL. So uh, I guess there's kind of four things here. Yeah. Is there anything else you want to say about the repro like no. well, poll? Sorry,
0: Adam, Erman. This, the second part question is actually, that's an interesting question. I, I was looking forward to answering this one. And it wasn't as boring as Dave's John made it out to be. So. <laughs> um, no, I really don't. I think we covered most of it. And I think that thread's kind of gone in a cyclical fashion for a while now. Uh, Basically, you know, I don't really care for bootlegs of English release games, but you know, uh, I think our rules covered already.
1: Yeah, that's kind of where I am too. So, um, so the, I'll let you. The stuff that you're more interested in here has to do with what we yep. think is more aesthetically pleasing.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, Famicom or NES? I think, uh, actually, on both the carts and systems, I think I prefer the NES. I think the, the the red Famicom just is kind of weird. Um, the carts, I don't really. I guess it's more of the iconic thing where I'm so used to the NES carts. The Famicom carts, they're not bad. I guess they're just. I just probably just overall prefer the NES carts. Um,
1: yeah, me too. The the NES is uh, does it, it like the Famicom to me feels like it has weird stuff jutting off of it. Yeah. And uh, the the NES carts are larger and feel weightier, and I mm-hmm. appreciate that.
0: Yeah, yeah I, I think they're they're more clean and it's more pleasing to me. Uh, the Super NES versus the Super Famicom. I'll flip on this one.
1: No, actually, that's, that's, he said actually those are the same, right? He's debating the the su- the Super NES uh, Japan versus the PAL. Oh, he did. Yeah,
0: I didn't think that. Thought it was the Super NES versus the Super Famicom.
1: No, I think those are. Don't those look the same? No. Or is it the pal? Is it the, the pal the same the as, Japanese, as the North America?
0: No, the pal looks the same as the Japanese one.
1: Okay. It's the the super.
0: You don't you don't have a Super Famicom? No. Oh yeah. Well, look. He you, you put pictures in the in the
1: front Yeah, I thought it was the pal versus the Japan.
0: No, the the Super NES looks different than the the other one.
1: Then the power pal in Japan looks the same. Okay. Yes. All right. With the, like, color, with the colors on the controller. Yes. This is
0: correct. Um, I prefer the Super Famicom look, to be honest.
1: Not um, the purple and gray. <laughs> right. Yeah. No, I'd probably be the same on that one. That would be agreeing? a point of agreement. Yeah,
0: Yeah, see, it's Japan slash uh, PAL, Super Famicom, or the NA Super Nintendo. Come on, Dave. I thought you were a gamer, man. Come on. Yeah,
1: no, not anymore. <laughs>
0: uh, and the carts. Um, I kind of like the Super Famicom cart looks better. Um, I don't. This is a closer one. This is more of a. I like both of them, to be honest. But I think I like the smooth edges and instead of the uh, the stickers are cool on both. But I like the cart shape better on the Super Famicom carts.
1: I, I like the shape better of the. Super Nintendo.
0: Do you? Okay.
1: I do. Yep.
0: I, I guess these are more compact and they're just smoother. Where they cut that, I don't like that.
1: I, I think there's a closer relationship between the look of the cart and the look of the system it's true. on the Super Nintendo than there is on the Super Famicom.
0: Yeah. And then last, the Jap- Japanese Mega Drive or the, the and the uh, uh, Sega Genesis carts
1: system yeah. the model. Do you like the it same. ribbed or smooth? Is basically the question.
0: Well, <laughs> I like these. I like the uh, the Genesis carts better.
1: You like the smooth.
0: Well, it's not just that. I also, Well, I don't like all those protrusions on the side, but I also don't like stickers. The stickers kind of look like bootleg games on the Mega Drive to me. They just don't look as high quality for some reason. Yeah. I guess they don't have borders at all. I don't know. I just, they don't look. They always look kind of. Like, is this a? It looks like a crappy reproduction, almost, or a bootleg type game.
1: Yeah, no, me. I can see that. I, I prefer, I prefer the Genesis cartridges, but probably m- more from just sort of uh, pure nostalgia. I mean, I, I know you're asking about it. He's asking about aesthetics, but for me, like when I think about a cartridge, a Genesis cartridge is what comes to mind before any other kind. So that might not be true for everyone, but for me, like that's that's what I think.
0: Yeah, I can see that. Yeah, I'm not a. It's not. I don't like the way that Famicom looks at all. Looking at the picture right now, it just looks kind of. And I hated the attached uh, controllers.
1: Oh yeah, right. Yeah.
0: They're like you know two feet long or something. Yep. But uh okay, I think we covered that one. No, I like that. It. it was a good question. That was a fun little exercise to me.
1: Yep. Yep.
0: And uh, opa opa. Oh, yeah, that's another cool one. Uh, what were some of your favorite game rentals when you were a kid?
1: Uh, you know, I didn't do a lot of game rentals. One one game I really remember renting a lot was uh, uh, Fighting Masters for the Sega Genesis, um, which which I now own. Um, but I, I remember there was a comic book store uh, next to my house in in Texas, and uh, that that's where we used to to rent uh, Genesis games. And beyond that trying to think if there's any place I ever rented games when I was a kid. That that would have been middle school. Um and I know I must have rented other things, but that's the one for whatever reason I remember renting multiple times It kind of sticks out in my head. I must have rented I must have rented Street Fighter 2 also. Um but uh yeah, I don't I don't have a lot of good rental stories unfortunately. Oh, oh, I do have one good rental story, but go ahead, you finish and then I'll tell you my good no, one. Go ahead. All right, so I do, my one good rental story is not when I was a kid. It was when I was a, a freshman in college. Um I rented a Tekken Tag tournament from the local supermarket and uh and never returned it and never paid for it. <laughs> so <laughs> so uh if the price chopper in Syracuse, New York wants to ever come after me for the uh full $50 value or whatever of Tekken Tag tournament I still have that Stolen copy in my collection, uh, <laughs> with complete with a fake cover that I printed up because I just I, I. It's not that I didn't want to return it, and I'd certainly been a very good renter there previously with PlayStation Two games, but for whatever reason, I just it stuck around, and I kept playing it, and then I never paid the fine, and it's it's stayed in my collection. So,
0: Dave, uh,
1: <laughs> yeah, stealing rifles lamb. is
0: not a victimless victimless crime.
1: <laughs> That's right. <laughs>
0: Uh, me, I have a bunch as a kid. Basically, I only got uh, one, two, maybe three new games a year uh, growing up. I really, what I'd really get is, oh, you know, my mom or my grandfather would take me to rent games with me and my friends. So I'd have a friend come over and spend the night, and we'd go up to Blockbuster. Even before that, there's this uh, local uh, chain called, like, Pick a Video or something, and uh, I'd go and rent a, rent a game for a system I had. And some of my most fond uh, game renting experiences were Shining Force 2. That basically, I rented that. I was like, man, I, I kind of had an idea of a game I wanted to play, and I saw that on the shelf, and like this is exactly what I was thinking about. Came out and played it, and that's what really got me in the RPGs. Um, and basically, I met one of my really good friends through that as well, because I got stuck on something, and I kind of had a feeling he played video games and knew that game, and I asked him about it, and you know, rest history, kind of thing. Uh, so that's one I rented several times, and I'd rent it and actually beat the game during a rental weekend and just play the hell out of it. Uh, same way with ogre battle i would rent that and some reason my local blockbuster actually had a super nintendo copy of ogre battle which was a pretty low print run game so Mm -hmm. i guess i was fortunate for that and i would do the same thing i probably rented that so many times um at least you know half a dozen or more maybe 10 times and go through it and play it i loved it and uh that's another one i rented a lot um to, there's a few more. Oh, I used to rent Pirates Gold all the time for the mm-hmm. Sega Genesis, and I rented that several times. We it's, Aero, it's weird but...
1: to me that you rent like games that took a long time. You must have had to really cram in a lot of gaming before the rental was up.
0: Yep, I'd play the hell out of them on the weekend, yeah. and then uh, well, that or a lot of times these are games that not really anyone rented, so I could rent it and then come back and get it, and my save is still there next weekend. You know,
1: mm-hmm. so
0: Pirates Gold, I'd get I would get Aerobiz i uh, rent that oh, one a yeah, bunch yeah, yeah, yeah. I used to, My grandfather would play that one with me So I'd you know go over to his house and I had some friends that lived down the street from him So I'd go over there and we'd play that uh, I'd rent some of the sports games I remember renting a Saturn one time And playing uh, What did I play uh, It was the Panzer Dragoon games on it and That was a lot of fun uh, All the time I rented a system
1: Yeah I don't think I ever rented a system
0: uh, so yeah, I, I did that. One are the games that I read that I really enjoyed? Those are the ones that immediately pop in the, into my mind. So uh,
1: that's All about right. it, I guess. All right. <laughs> well, we can go to uh, the next set of uh, things. Here is I, I ask people I'm, since I'm planning to get Mario Kart Eight, uh, you have a choice with Mario Kart Eight of getting one of four games for free with it mm-hmm. uh, via download, and those games are either We Party, You. Uh, Zelda uh, Wind Waker HD or um, the uh, Pikmin 3 um, or or New Super Mario Bros. Wii U which of course I I have because it came with the system I talked about earlier. Mm -hmm. So I I asked this question on both Twitter and in the forum if people had recommendations for what I should get and uh, so I thought we'd go through those a little bit. Um, And uh, the first question here uh i guess uh is from Jackie, Jackie nomics from twitter and he suggests strongly uh wind waker i don't even want mario kart 8 they just want a free copy of wind waker so they're basically picking up mario kart 8 i guess to get the wind waker copy for free and uh you know mario kart 8 as the bonus uh so that was their suggestion uh you want to go to the next one
0: yeah, Stark says, yeah, in a way I am I recommending Wii U Party to you. I'd say to Wind Waker, Wind Waker, it's not like other 3D Zeldas you might have played, whereas Pikmin seems more like Pikmin to me. Also, food for thought, it and Ocarina of Time are the only 3D Zeldas I have cared to be. Uh, to preface this, you did mention that you didn't care for the first Pikmin, and you're not really a fan of Zelda 3D games. So.
1: Yeah, yeah uh cave z says i don't know i think i'll disagree with the uh sentiment so far uh that uh the game that was most enjoyable games were those that were enhanced by the gamepad and in my opinion so not having to pause every time you want to switch equipment and having the ability to check your map and treasure charts while you had the boat this is in wind waker simultaneously heading somewhere was all really intuitive and saves time so they were yeah, arguing he, for
0: he was responding to you saying you'd you didn't think the Wii U really added anything to the Wind Waker experience?
1: I well, actually so think he different. was responding to this next comment here for, okay. from Alien Jesus. I think I got them mixed up, but I put his together, so you can read his. All if right. you want to do the accent, feel free. No, watch. I don't really <laughs> don't
0: have the English accent done all that well, <laughs> but... uh I'm not going to recommend uh, Wii Party, and you say you have Mario already, so that means you're stuck choosing between the other two, really. Personally, I think Pikmin 3 is the more interesting game. I like what it does with the touchscreen. I love the gameplay, and I think it's utterly charming. Wind Waker is one of my favorite games ever, but it's not something I, I think will show the Wii U off to you, really. So, And then he also said, I think Pikmin 3's use of it as both a communications device and for commanding your team for multitasking shows it off much better than using it as a quick item select.
1: Yeah. So you know what I think I'm going to do? What? Well, I, since I've played uh, New Super Mario Brothers. Wii U, and I'm not really knocked out over it, mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, I think I'm going to sell the uh, copy that came with my Wii U. Um, I'm going to uh, pick up the downloaded version of it with Mario Kart 8, and I'm going to take the money from... Uh, the the, the trade in at GameStop, or if I sell it on eBay or something, and and buy the uh, the new Wolfenstein game. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> that's that's my plan.
0: <laughs> I don't know. I for Wolfenstein, I think it's a game that's going to drop in price real quick on Steam. Sure. And yeah. I'd rather just wait for the Netflix. summer sale. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Well, Did that's it, when I'm thinking I could play my PS4 low because it might like, my uh, aging graphics card might not look real great. Uh, that's true. So. I don't know. I, and I need stuff to play on the PS4 anyway. Getting
0: so. the I think. Collect your if you ought to add some collectibility wise, getting a physical copy of the Wind Waker game might be cooler, or, or even the Pikmin. Yeah.
1: but I don't care cool. about either of those games. Like, you know, like I, I, the arguments here weren't even really very strong. They were like, yeah. eh, "This would be like maybe the one you'd want." You know, I wish I wish we had the uh, the European selection. They have like ten games to choose from.
0: Yeah, I don't know. I think I think more highly of Pikmin and Zelda than I do of New Super Mario Brothers. year. I don't even hmm. care to play the game at all. That's the game my wife likes. But, but you
1: don't like platformers, no. Nope. Yeah, see, I enjoy platformers uh, at more than I've enjoyed probably every Mario platform I've ever played more than I've enjoyed any 3D Zelda game. Huh. So it's it's hard for me to think of that one. And Pikmin, I played the first one for a couple hours and I just was bored by it, so I didn't enjoy it. So I don't. And if three is basically more of the same, but you can control some things on the gamepad. I don't I don't know that I have a lot of interest in it. Hmm. So. Well, that's yeah. it for me. Yeah. So, and that's all of our feedbacks and uh, all of our questions. So thanks. Thank you coming. Thanks everyone for sending those in. And uh, I guess we'll go ahead and, and wrap this one up. So, uh, as always, be sure to follow us on Twitter uh, at RacketboyPodCST. Uh, also, feel free to post in the forums wherever you see us uh, post these new episodes and leave comments and feedbacks. And, and que- feed i don't know why I'm saying feedbacks. Probably because it's after one in the morning. Feedback and <laughs> questions and comments and these kinds of things. Uh, leave those in the threads where you see them posted. Uh, thank you all for listening, John. Any any last thoughts? Uh, nope. No. Okay.
0: Enjoy the, the show. Give us more feedback, more questions.
1: Enjoy the show. And uh, let us know uh, in, the, in the feedback what, what you think the uh, song that should be sung oh, yeah. uh, to end the well, show when, we, when, when John loses the E3 bet, what it, what it should be.
0: <laughs> I guess we can't really tell him to enjoy the show at the end of the show. I should say I hope you enjoyed
1: the I show. I hope you enjoyed it, yeah. yeah. And I hope you listen next time to hear John sing you off. But until then, yeah. here's some better music to put you in the mood.